Podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Hello, everyone. Kayla Lords here from the Smut Lancers podcast on the worst week of the whole month when I have to do it by myself and Molly Moore is not here with me. Um, I am hoping maybe I'll jinx myself. I've already been laughed at by John Brownstone. I'm hoping to keep this one short and sweet. And it is sort of a realization that I came to last week. Um, and it kind of goes along with the whole thing of, I had said several weeks ago, of these episodes will sort of take you on the journey with me, let you see what I go through, what I'm doing, even if it doesn't directly apply to where maybe you're at as a smut lancer, maybe it's useful for the future, maybe you can relate in other ways. Hopefully when I describe this, I did think of at least one other way that it might relate to you in a there's a different way it can relate to you. So hopefully I'll, I'll offer something useful in the process. Um, and this is both on the idea of collaboration and um, of the idea that if you are doing any investigation of the world of growing your income, being a business, you will come across the idea that eventually the uh, common wisdom is you're going to need to hire people to help you do some of your work. Uh, It is typically the way that you can kind of level up. Uh, You spend a little bit of money to make money. Um, You hire somebody to do the things that either you can't do, don't want to do, or that um, it doesn't make sense for you to do when you should be making your thing or doing things that lead directly to income. Uh, If you have not come across this yet in your sort of self-education on how to work for yourself, you will eventually give it time. I've probably heard the sentiment of hire people to do the things that you can't do or don't want to do um, or that are not uh, as valuable to your time. I've probably heard that for years. And I am, in case y'all did not know and had not realized this yet, I'm very much a rule follower. If somebody gives me a list of best practices, I am probably going to try to follow those to the letter because that gives me comfort. It soothes my anxious mind. Uh, It makes me feel like I'm doing things, quote, right. Um, And the reality is, is that best practices are somebody else's best practices. They worked for somebody else does not mean that they're going to work for everybody else or that you can't do something completely different. You absolutely can break the rules. Working for yourself already sort of breaks the rules of what we think of as employment and a career and earning money anyway. I usually have to be dragged kicking and screaming into this realization. And then sometimes it's a happy accident. And then the other one is about collaboration and networking. Um, There are sort of tried 
and truisms about that, about how you need to collaborate in order to make something big and amazing. Uh, collaboration, depending on the medium you're in, it looks like a lot of different things. So we've talked a lot uh, on the Smart Lancers podcast over the next 50 plus, over the last 50 plus episodes um, about collaboration, because that's what Molly and I are doing now. And um, we're actually going to be taking that a step further with the Smart Lancers platform. As soon as we have that already, we will talk about it. But um, that is one that happened organically. And we've talked about that. Those things happening organically and you get to know somebody and you feel comfortable with them and then you go, hey, I've got an idea. It doesn't always work out. Um, I'm thinking of right now a situation that I saw on Twitter. Um, we had a very disturbing situation in the erotic blogging, erotic writing world where somebody was pretending to be somebody they weren't and they were predatory about it. And it was, it's awful. It's genuinely awful. Um, but in that, in the midst of that, I saw somebody who said publicly on Twitter, oh my gosh, this person one was not who I thought they were. And two, they've wiped out everything we've worked on together. Like I was a part of their platform and I was doing this and I was doing that and now it's gone. And that is the potential downside to collaboration. So I um, am not somebody who is constantly trying to work with other people. I don't like group activities. I've never liked teamwork, okay? Um, so I'm very picky about who I collab with. But, so I was saying a minute ago, it comes down to different forms. So on a blog, you might guest post or you might run a site together. So you have one site, but multiple people creating content for it. I know several people who do this and they do it fairly well. Uh, the Sisters and Smut actually come to mind. A bunch of erotic writers and sex bloggers who share that platform. They have their own individual platform, but they share that platform. And with five, six, seven people, you can create a lot more content without as much burden on yourself. Um, some people do this in the form of paid guest posts and guest contributors. Smutlancer does that actually. Um, I need I need content on the site and I don't have as much time as I'd like to write it. So I like to pay people to write it. Uh, in the YouTube video world, video of any kind, you will see other video creators invited on or they'll do videos simultaneously kind of together in in the time of coronavirus people aren't exactly collabing in the same room anymore but they're making it work podcasting it's interviews it's getting people in for conversations it's co-hosting so collaboration happens in a lot of ways and in a really interesting way these two theories that i had resisted for a long time because of the way they were presented mashed up together last week and I felt like I had taken a dramatic leap forward in my goals because these things matched up so well um so and it's simple stuff it's very small things that on the face of it you go well, that's not that big of a deal but when you think of it in terms of what it might mean for the thing you're trying to build then it becomes more meaningful and bigger. So in this case, last week, I had conversations with two fellow smut lancers who have their own individual smut lancing goals that aren't, don't look like mine, which is great and wonderful and fine. And they also have some skills and some willingness to do things that I want to have done. And I don't want to be the person who does it either because I don't have the time or because it's so far outside of my personality. It just, it just doesn't work for me. 
Um, and over the course of a couple of days in conversation with both of these people, we worked something out where uh, they are getting their byline, they're getting to create content, um, they're getting to do some things that matter to them. And I'm getting not just more content for like the Smutlancer website, which is what those conversations were about specifically, um, but also I'm working with people that I feel good about because I've networked with them, I've had conversations with them, I've gotten to know them. I know how well they write. I know what their personality is like. I know um, some of their goals and how those goals align with my goals. Um, and it's in the course of a conversation and multiple conversations that I felt very comfortable. One person pitched me and one person I pitched and I said, hey, wait, you and I have these conversations all the time. Could these conversations be content? Would you write a thing? Could, could we do this? This would be great. Um, and it brought home the idea of both of those ideas, collaboration, working with people that you've gotten to know um, to build something bigger and better um, and to achieve mutual goals. And then also in this case, hiring out something that you're not doing or not going to do. I've been joking a lot lately in other places that what I need is both uh, an assistant and a manager. Um, <laughs> being the kinky person I am, what we've really talked about is maybe I need a kinky service submissive uh, to just handle some things for me. Um, I'm not where I can hire for that or do anything about that. I think I'm kind of putting it out into the universe in hopes of the universe sending something or someone my way, I don't know, but that's the joke. But, but on smaller levels, there are certain types of content that I want to have available for people to find and consume on the Smutlancer website. Um, but I want those things and I am not the person who needs to be creating those things. Why? Because I either don't have enough time or they hit me right in the mental health way and then nothing happens. Um, so that is one of the things I would say is something to think about. When you're thinking about, if you come across that advice of hire out the thing that you do not have the time or the expertise to do for yourself, um, so that you can free up your time to create more value and maybe make more money and do more of the things that are going to provide an income or build your audience or whatever those things are. Um, it is not just in the hire an assistant or hire somebody to do your social media. It may be find the right person to create the content that you want, but maybe for different reasons you can't create. Um, one of the things is centered around interviews and I actually have two things coming up that are centered around interviews. Molly is handling one of them. Thank God. And I thought, you know, I am capable of having a conversation with people and asking questions and recording those things. And John Brownstone has the ability to edit those things and we can do written interviews. But what I learned is that those things hit me right in the social anxiety and I become a hot mess who then can't function to do the other things because I'm so wound up about this one thing. And that one thing might be 10% of my total work in a given month and yet it will consume 80% of my energy and focus. And so then I, I'm not the one who needs to be doing that. Now, somebody who does not understand mental illness or just 
you know, anxiousness and worry and even imposter syndrome might try to do the tough love of just suck it up and do it. Well, mm, I've been trying that for several years. It's still not getting done. And all I feel is a bunch of guilt over it. Now that I'm in a position to be able to pay for that, and I'm getting to know people who are capable of doing those things and want to do those things, now we have we have something that meshes well together. Now this goal can move forward a little bit. Um, it does come down to getting to know people and that can be difficult. That can definitely be difficult in a uh, adult content creation space where it's sometimes hard to trust people and you wanna protect your own anonymity and you have your own boundaries and maybe you're new or maybe you're not new, but a lot of new people are coming on the scene. And I used to feel really bad that I did not jump on every collab opportunity that came my way. Now, collab opportunities, like I said earlier, can look so different from thing to thing. Um, technically, when a sex toy uh, company slides into your DMs or your email and they're like, hey, join our affiliate you know, program, here's a coupon code, here's that's a form of collaboration. And in the very, very beginning, I thought I had to jump on all of those. And then I got sort of burnt out and, and sort of annoyed by some of the the uh, the spammy and other things that didn't quite align with my own values and ethics kind of behavior. Um, And now I'm actually very picky about what brand I'll work with. And sometimes I think, oh, I'm I'm not getting where I wanna be fast enough because I'm not jumping in all these opportunities. And the reality is, is that as long as you keep your eyes open for opportunities, you don't need to, and most of the time probably shouldn't jump on every opportunity that comes your way. Some people will disagree with that. The people who are into that hustle and grind culture will say, oh, no, 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 you jump on everything because you don't know where to lead. Where my experience is, one, I'll be a hot mess basket case of anxiety and more than 50% of the time, based on my own experience, it leads nowhere and to nothing good and it's wasted time and I'm a hot mess who's very, very anxious and none of that's productive for me. So I will not tell you to just run out and collab with with every company or every creator that you get to know. I do think it's about the personal relationship. I do think it's about, um, you don't have to know their every secret, their every kink, their every detail of their lives, but to get a sense of people. And yes, like in the case of the awful human being uh, who from the erotic writing world, you will sometimes be wrong. Some people, it's it's rare, but it happens that people are just that level of ability to lie and to um, convince everybody of a different truth. Um, and that does happen. And I think that it's okay to be a little leery of new people and to take your time and to um, decide, mm, Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe it is. I don't know. But uh, if you are somebody who is thinking that you're somehow behind because you are not collaborating with a bunch of people or you're not to the place yet where you can hire somebody to help you do something, um, uh, this for me is six or seven years in the making and I still have not done everything that I want to do. One, resources are definitely an issue. Those always have to be taken into consideration. And two, I haven't come across the right person. And when you find the right person who can help you while you're helping them, this has got to be a give and take thing. 
um, then good things can happen and you can move forward on your goals. Now, the one thing I did want to make sure to say, because I am in a position where it's not a lot of money, it's certainly not anything to live on, um, but I can pay for the content that gets published to Smart Lancer, or if I hire somebody, I will pay them. The Part of the reason I'm not hiring anybody is because I cannot afford to pay them the wage that feels fair to me. And just because people will take $5 an hour or $10 an hour does not mean that that's what I'm willing to pay. Um, I think it's worth paying for the the work I want done. And I'm if I can't afford it, then we're not doing it. Um, but I know a lot of people are not in a position yet to pay for anything. And this goes back to a tip I did not come up with. Actually, I heard Girl on the Net offer it up as a very valid way to do things. Um, and we've talked about it in past episodes a few times. And that is the barter system. What can you do for somebody in exchange for what they can do for you and you're both moving yourselves forward. So maybe it is guest content on somebody's blog to help them keep up with their publishing schedule without them needing to create the content. Uh, maybe it you wanna be a social media manager at some point, but you need you know a, a portfolio to sort of show, hey, I do this. Can you offer that to somebody in your space that you know and feel good about and who feels good about you and maybe they can provide some content or they can provide something else maybe they're a graphic artist maybe they will you know create imagery for you it has to be something this is not the hey i'll pay you an exposure system this is most definitely a barter system so both parties need to get something that they consider valuable and that aligns with what they want and are looking for and then it goes back and it's then at that point it's a true collaboration um and i'm gonna advocate for it being somebody you're comfortable with you know if somebody cold emailed me and said hey i would love to provide free blotty blotty blah in exchange for you giving me x number of hours of consulting a month or a quarter or whatever what do you say and i didn't know who they were i'm gonna delete that email like i'm i am not the person who's gonna accept the request of a stranger i have to have the personal connection there is nothing wrong with that if you are the type of person who doesn't need that great more power to you i think there are less of us of those people out there than we think. I think more of us want want, and we'll do better with a personal connection. Um, there will be definitely people who tell you you can't work with your friends. I think you can't work with some of your friends. I think if we're really honest about who our friends are, we know who those people are. We know who those people are that we're like, you know what, I really like you and I think you're a really cool person. But no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure the moment a deadline got missed, there would be problems. I'm just not going there. Um, you have to be really honest with yourself about the people in your life to be able to make those assessments. And it's also okay. We are not meant to work with or collaborate with every single person we ever meet. And that is okay. Um, the other thing that I sort of noticed about all this, and I've noticed this over the years, and I think some people would sort of consider this kind of a, a life philosophy and a work philosophy. I don't know how where it falls for me. And that is sometimes the, the things you get to do or you manage or the goals you reach are a combination of, yes, your skill and your hard work, and also a bit of just sort of, you know, luck. Like the chaos of the universe puts something in your path. The difference is 
is seeing the opportunities when they occur. So if you're out there putting in the hard work, doing your thing consistently, it does not mean daily, it just means consistently, and you're keeping yourself open to the possibility of collabs, hiring somebody, being hired, whatever that might be, um, you will see those opportunities more easily than you will if you're not in that headspace and if you're not doing those things. So sometimes what looks like luck is just being aware of an opportunity when it comes to you. And here's what I know from experience, you will miss opportunities a dozen times and go, shit, that was an opportunity. What that does is that preps you for the next time it comes up. Uh, it won't come up on a schedule. It won't come up when you uh, really would like it to. It will, those, that is the chaos of the universe. It will happen when it happens. Um, me getting two, potentially two contributors in one week to fulfill two content goals for Smut Lancer in the same week, that's pure luck. I couldn't have, I, I couldn't have planned that better. But me knowing those are the things I want to accomplish and being mindful of my goals and getting to know people and trying to be honest with myself about what they're good at, what they're capable of, what their goals are, because I'm paying attention and listening to them in these conversations. That allows me to grab that opportunity and it stops being blind luck. Mm, is that is that an ableist way to say it? Call it just luck, sorry, sorry. Um, but it, it stops it from being just luck. It's not just luck. Luck is part of it and also I'm paying attention. So if you are sometimes watching people that you admire or that are, are are on par with where you're at, and do you think to yourself, oh, I'm I'm so unlucky and I'll never be what they are or where they are or doing what they do. My experience tells me that if you keep doing your thing, whatever your thing is, and your thing will adjust over time, it does, uh, and you show up consistently and you're mindful of what you're trying to accomplish and what you think you need to accomplish those goals while also being open to it coming in a different way than you expected. Um, when those rare opportunities just appear that you couldn't have predicted and it's pure luck, you'll hopefully be in a place where you can step forward and take that opportunity and go, oh, oh, I see that you want to do this thing and I may be able to help you with that. You know, I see that you want to start a blog, but you don't have a blog. And you don't know if you like it. You, would you like to guest post on my site? Hey, I can't pay you. I don't have any money, but I could do this for you. I could consult for you. I could offer something else of value. Hey, I know you want to be a social media manager when you grow up and I would really like help with my social media management. Can we do something? oh, wait, I really do need more content on my site. Oh, wait, here's this person over here who wants to produce more content, wants a byline, has ideas, whatever it may be. So that was all over the place. Uh, I know that was all over the place. It's two seemingly um, disparate ideas, collaboration and hiring. Most people don't think of collaboration as part of a hiring process for, for getting somebody to, to do work for you. Um, but I think that the two go hand in hand. I don't want to work with anybody that doesn't allow it to feel collaborative on some 
level. Um, I know that when I have worked for other people in the past, I've gotten the most out of that, those experiences. When I felt like my voice was heard, when I felt like I was contributing something of value, when I felt like I was uh, wanted and needed for my, uh, my abilities, my expertise, my experience, whatever it may be. So in this case, I'm talking about a situation where I'm paying people to do something for me that I am not able to do for myself for a variety of reasons. Um, it doesn't always have to involve the exchange of money. It can be just the exchange of time and your skill set. Um, and at the same time, you don't have to jump on every opportunity and feel like you're somehow falling behind because you're not working with everybody who sends you uh, an offer. You absolutely can, and I would say should be pretty picky about that, pretty choosy. Um, let it feel right. And I say that as somebody who does believe in the idea of following my instinct and following my gut, I know that does not work for everybody. If your anxious brain is constantly lying to you about what is real and what isn't, that's not going to be um, something that automatically works for you. So if you are the person who can't just kind of go with the gut feeling of this feels right, or you don't feel comfortable going with that feeling, then make a list of criteria of what your ideal collaborator would look like. What would they be like? What skills would they have? What, what vibe would you have with them? You know, is it somebody you'd be comfortable with? Is it somebody who would be dependable? Is it somebody who's good at communication? Is it somebody with a certain skill set? Make yourself a checklist. And then if you can't trust your own instinct to be able to jump on these things, it's a bit like a pro-con list. You kind of go down and go, how many of my checklists does this person have? If you've got a checklist of 10 things and they've only got two on your list, that might not be the best option. But if they've got eight or nine on your list of 10 things, then you can maybe go down that path. So Collaboration isn't just working with other creators to exchange, to get in front of audiences. Hiring somebody isn't just, you know, hiring the no-name person who is capable of doing a single task and that's it. The two can combine, doesn't always require money, but can definitely be part of that as your Smart Lancer career uh, evolves. And opportunity um, is a combination of luck and being prepared. So I don't know how much that helped. It was on my mind for several days, even though it's very late in recording this episode. I have been thinking about it. Um, I hope you found that helpful. That is where I'm at. Those are some of my revelations uh, over the past several days in having really good conversations um, with people. Um, I'm hoping once Molly and I get sort of the rebranding, redo thing we're going to do with Smut Lancer sort of done and in place. We'll do an entire episode about it and sort of walk you through it and walk you through some of our process and, you know, shout out some people who we're working with and what we're doing and all of that good stuff. So if I sound kind of quiet about it now, it's because it's not really, I don't like to talk too much about things that aren't really like they don't exist yet in the world. I need them to be real. And then I'm willing to talk about them. So uh, we will have that conversation. But yes, that's that's what was on my mind and what I was experiencing this week. I hope uh, it was helpful for you. Uh, with that, I'm going to finally stop talking. Uh, and next week, uh, you'll be with Molly again. And then the week after, it'll be the two of us. Until then, bye. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at the Smut Lancer in all three places. 
or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at Eroticon UK, all one word, Eroticon UK. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smutlancers, join us at patreon.com slash the Smutlancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.